Growing up in your 20s is just such an experience. We're finding ourselves, we're falling in love, maybe we're breaking up and then finding ourselves again. We're learning to manage our mental health and learn more about ourselves and fall in love with ourselves and in love with Source. And it's just such a journey. And it feels very confusing. And like, how do we build that trust with ourselves? How do we build that trust with Source, with the universe, with God? How do we build that trust so that, you know, we don't have to feel so chaotic all the time? I know like growing up in my 20s like it's just been such a journey and I feel like today I have the best person to talk about this with she's like the best big sis energy ever even though she's younger than me I'm 24 she's 23 but I'm like I swear to god she carries big sis energy we just recorded an amazing episode on her podcast and like throughout the whole episode I was like damn I'm literally like in love with this girl like she's just so magnetic and so sparkling and I'm just very honored to be in her presence today and for you to all get to strip down and dive into her heart her soul her mind and let's all get super vulnerable i'm so excited she's an incredible podcaster businesswoman but also just it's very evident that she loves to help people and loves service and i feel like that's something that definitely shines through in everything that she does in all areas of her life i'm so grateful i've listened to her podcast for a minute now and like some of you probably listen to it too because it's the best like wellness big sis moment ever so you probably heard of it for you from eve skinny dipping fam this is olivia eve please come to the mic i'm so excited to have you on today i'm so happy to be here we just recorded for my show and talking to you has been so much fun like i love talking to you i love talking to you i feel like my soul is just lit up and i can't wait to like go get lunch after this and continue to chill i'm glad i canceled what was next and i had a feeling even though i didn't really know you i was just like damn like maybe i should push back or cancel my next recording because I just feel like we were gonna get along and like I didn't realize we'd get along like this much where I'm like whoa I relate to you on so many things and it's such like a mirror too I feel like on that other episode we we talked a lot about like anxiety Mm -hmm. and I'm excited to dive into that also today but I can just tell we're like high achievers with anxiety and like that's just such a common theme that I see in women and it feels good to relate to people on that. Mm-hmm. seriously Definitely. I'm so excited to have you on where did your mental health journey start like can you run us through that yeah so growing up I've always been honestly like someone who just never really cared like mm. I never really cared what people thought of me I honestly I'm not gonna lie I was not a nice person growing up mm. like in elementary school my brother was always like a little bit more quiet than me and like if he was getting made fun of or something like even if someone made one joke to him I was like up in their face like their t-shirt in my hands and I was, like, <gasps> what is you say like that's the type of like person that I was like I was the older sibling I felt like I had to take control like I was always very like tough love the protector the protector like that's how I always was and in high school like I just didn't care like I would say mean things and it wouldn't affect me if someone cried in front of me after I talked to them about something like Mm. I had like I don't want to say no heart because I think deep down it was there but I think I had such a tough exterior that I wanted to prove for some Mm. reason and I think just like growing up like that I always was like that until my mental health journey started which I would say was during like COVID quarantine time Mm -hmm. I was going to school in the city at this time and pace so like not too far from here where we are right now and I never even knew what podcasts were like I never listened to podcasts self-help books like nothing like that 
I always say, like, I don't think you find these things. I think these things find you. Mm. And so I think that, like, that whole, like, YouTube community I was watching, like, the McDonald's sisters were, like, into, like, all this health and wellness and stuff that it kind of forced me to understand what they were talking about. And then all of a sudden I was listening to podcasts on my commute and I was mm. like, what are these things that they're talking about? Like, yeah. this thing, feeling of anxiety, like, I didn't even realize I had it until they explained what it was. And I'm like, wait, this is something I relate to. Like, this is something I always thought I was crazy for. Like, mm. there are so many things I felt like made me crazy. And then I was like, wait, no, this is just my mental health, like, acting up. Um, and so when COVID and quarantine happened, it helped me to really, like, reflect on if I was happy with who I was and mm. happy with who I am. And in the beginning of COVID, I was, like, watching movies every day till 5 a.m., like, not sleeping, not taking care mm. of myself. And then towards the end, I was like, okay, I have all this time. I say I'm this businesswoman. I have to build something of it. I've always wanted to do something. So, like, mm. what is it that I want to do? And because I loved listening to podcasts so much, I wanted to make my own, but I didn't know what it was going to be about. And at first, my podcast was more surrounded around, like, business. Like, mm. it had nothing to okay. do with mental health. Like, okay. even though I learned a little bit about mental health during COVID, I kind of, like, lacked it a lot after, like, COVID ended and we were mm. going out again. But my podcast was mostly just about business, hardworking, motivation. I never talked about mental health or anxiety or any of that stuff. And as I'm growing older and after going through things, I think when you go through things like a breakup or the grief of someone or whatever it is, you start to like see yourself at these low points. And I think mm. that I had gotten to my lowest point ever where I was like, I need to never be like this again. Like, wow. I don't ever want to see myself crying on the bathroom floor at four o'clock in the morning over someone, you know, like you mm. get to these deep, dark parts of your life and you're like, I will never let myself experience that again. What do I have to do in order to not be that low? again and once I kind of asked myself that I was like okay this is a journey that I'm gonna have to take and that's yeah. when I started to like read my bible a lot more and journal a lot more and meditate and just start to really focus on like who I was internally mm, that's so beautiful have you noticed that working on your mental health has improved your relationship with business or how has it impacted you because I feel like of course like so many people listening they also are motivated in business and also want to get their bag and like yeah. accomplish cool things and follow their dreams and and goals and passions but I feel like we forget about mental health in that mm -hmm. process because we are like oh I need to go I need to hustle I need to grind I need to achieve and I'm just wondering how being on this mental health journey has impacted your relationship with your business. Yeah. The relationship with you affects everything else. So mm. when I was at a low point with myself around a year ago, I wasn't even creating content because when you can't think straight, like how am I supposed to give other people advice yeah. and spread love when I'm like at the lowest point of myself? Mm. The best way to learn a language, immersion, of course, but if that's not in the cards for you this year, you can still learn a language. And the amazing part about this is you can learn the language from home so that when you go travel and immerse yourself in another country, you have a base to work with. I swear to God, speaking the language when you are in another country makes your experience so much better. And the best way to learn is with Babbel. You don't have to pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really work because Babbel is a science-backed language learning app that actually works. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, and rooted in real-life situations, so you really feel like you have conversation-based teaching. And I wanted to give you guys a very, very special 
limited time deal for skinny dipping listeners right now you can get 60 percent off your Babbel subscription at babble.com slash skinny dipping it's also going to be linked below get up to 60 percent off at babble.com slash skinny dipping spelled b-a-b-b-e-l dot com slash skinny dipping rules and restrictions may apply warmer sunnier days are calling so fuel up with them with factors no prep no mess meals If you are like me, sometimes you can forget to feed yourself when you're super busy, and that's why I love Factor. Factor's fresh, never-frozen meals are dietitian-approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious and great-tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore, and you can have as little or as much as you want every single week. And if this interests you at all, I'm going to give you guys 50% off only for skinny dipping listeners. So head to factormeals.com slash skinny 50 and use code skinny 50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. Win-win. That's code skinny 50 at factormeals.com slash skinny 50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Go check it out. It'll make your life so effortless and nutritious. So I started to kind of just like, and when you own your own business, you are your business. Yes. Like you're, this is so corny, but like there's that quote, I think it's like a Jay-Z song where he's like, I'm not a businessman. I'm a business man. Like he is a business himself. Like, yeah. I'm not just like a woman in business. I am my business. Yeah. So I think that when you own your own company, when you're down, your business goes down with you. Totally. So I would say the past few months, I've been my most confident self. Like I've never been so confident in like who I am. And I've just been more of like a high value woman. And I think because of that, I've been motivated to do things and network with people. Like even talking to you, like I was so happy that like this opportunity was here. But at the same time, I'm like, it's not luck because if we mm. haven't been working for the past two and a half years, we wouldn't be at Spotify Studios right now, you know? Yeah. So I think it's like one of those things where when you work on yourself and when you pour into you, things come along in business Mm. and everything. Like, things just follow you. Like, I always live by this quote and then suddenly the dream started chasing her because when you work on you, things follow you and you get to choose what you want. So when I started this, like, self-love healing journey, my business, it grows with you because I am my business. Like, Mm. obviously, I'm a million other things, but my business is me it's who I am my business is literally people listening to me talk about my life like I have to be in check to check in on other people you know yeah and like when you nurture your own light that light radiates outwards Mm -hmm. and it's like a ripple effect and I feel like you said something about you know spreading love and I feel like when you are giving love to yourself you can spread love and for example like somebody may listen to your podcast and that's going to impact them to have a more positive relationship with their friend and maybe that friend will have a more positive relationship with their partner and that partner will have a more loving positive relationship with their mom and it's just this entire ripple effect is as we work on ourselves it's not only for ourselves it's also for our business also what we're creating what we're sharing and also how we're impacting others and like that light just spreads when you cultivate it from the inside and I feel like it's so obvious like how magnetic you are right now <laughs> like you are so magnetic that. and that's why I pitched to you I was like come on my show baby like and I like want- how you hooked it up you, you hooked <laughs> it up always always on the hookup I and love that totally so tell us more about this like really low moment because I know it was the same thing for me like mm-hmm. I got into my mental health journey out of like desperation because I was like I feel so low I don't feel like I love myself I don't trust myself I'm not trusting in the universe I'm not trusting in source and God and I just think that 
everyone needs to hear like where you are now, but we need to kind of like wind it back. Yeah, so like yeah, what yeah. was going on? Like, baby, you're so beautiful. Who are you crying over? <laughs> Why were we on the bathroom floor? <laughs> Why were we on the bathroom floor? It's winter, so that means it's time to get very sexy. Okay, picture this. You're hanging out in your favorite private spot in your backyard, your headphones are on, and the world around you begins to fade away. When listening to Dipsy stories, you're immersed in a vivid world where every touch, every breath, every stolen glance is felt with breathtaking intensity, and it is hot, and it is sexy, and it is steamy, and I feel like for me to get turned on, I need to be mentally stimulated, and that's what Dipsy Stories does for me. So basically, Dipsy is an app full of hundreds of short, sexy audio stories designed by women for women, and there's new content released every single week, so in between listening to your favorite stories again and again, you can always find something new to explore. They also have soothing sleep stories, wellness sessions, and sexy written stories for you to read, and just let Dipsy be your go-to place to just spice things up with your me time or Maybe explore your fantasies, just get hot and bothered, relax and unwind, or even heat up things with a partner. And I'm going to give you guys a 30-day free trial, and even if you like don't want to continue it, just try it out, because Dipsy is honestly, I'm kind of obsessed. I'm sorry. I really am. It's really sexy, and I just love it. Like, my Scorpio rising, my Scorpio Mars is like, mm that's hot. So Dipsy is going to offer skinny dipping listeners an extended 30 day free trial for a limited time. When you go to dipsystories.com slash skinny dipping, that's 30 days full of access for free. We love free things. When you go to D I P S E A Dipsy stories.com slash skinny dipping Dipsy stories.com slash skinny dipping. It's also going to be linked below. Try your free trial now. And that's why I also said, like, I wasn't always kind because mm. when you're feeling like that, the last thing you want to do is be kind to other people. And that's why I see kindness as a strength now because I pulled myself out of that part. I can be kind now. Mm. But I did wow. go through a breakup. Yeah, I did go through a breakup almost a year ago, I okay. think. And I was with this person for four or five years. So, wow. like, a very long time. And, and also in very, like, culminative years yeah. of our life. Like, how old were you? I was 17 you? to 22, I think. Yeah. Yeah, it's so transformative. But also you're kind of at these building blocks of your identity yeah. and who you are outside of school, outside yeah. of your school friends and, like, growing up. Yeah, and, like, I didn't know who I was without this person. And even in general, like, I was in a relationship, but I also was, like, really close with all of my friends where, like, I didn't do anything without my friends. Like, mm -hmm. if I was going to the grocery store, I was texting my friend who wants to come with me. I didn't do anything on my own. And it's weird because I've always had an independent mindset. I always kept to myself when I was upset. But for some reason, being in a relationship and being in these friendships, I wanted to cling on to them. Mm. And then once my relationship had ended, I went through like that phase where you're like, oh, I'm free and whatever. And you're yeah. just like, nothing hits you yet. And then it hits you and you're like, whoa, wait, this is like going to affect me like for a long time. And then you get into these low points and it's like, I always say you see yourself at the lowest points of your life. Like, mm. I think this is why I became so in love with myself, like mm. not in a weird way, because it's like. I pulled myself out of that. No one did that for me. Like, wow. I give myself credit for doing that. And I think that that's why, like, even when it comes to, like, people, like, you feel like you have to explain yourself or feel like mm. you have to explain your emotions or your feelings or explain why you're not leaving the house. No one saw you on that bathroom floor. No one was yeah. sitting there with you. And when I went through my breakup, I actually went through, like, a few friendship things, too, where, like, I was being cut off out of people's lives that I thought were going to be there for me after the breakup. Wow. And it was, like, when you lose that many people at once, you're just, like, what is going on? Like, 
I literally just lost like 10 of the closest people. Like you don't just lose your partner. You lose their friends. You lose their family. Mm. You lose their pets. You know, like yeah, you lose all course. that stuff. I understand so deeply. Yeah, like you lose all of that. And then on top of it, people in your circle and people in your life will distance themselves from you because you're they don't not acting deal. how yeah they don't want to deal you're not acting but how those you just like act. aren't your people like yeah. people that aren't going to stick around for you especially friends like mm-hmm. in your highs and in your lows like if you don't love me at my worst and you don't deserve me at my best like no, it's, it's so true. cliche but it's cliche because it's true exactly so like once I remember like being at that point I had a few close friends where I was like okay these are my ride or dies because they yeah. are there with me every single day once it hit me who wasn't for me and stuff it hurt so badly but it also has helped me and like at first I was like I have to fix these friendships I was always someone that was like I have to fix this I have to, I have fix to work this. through it yeah now I'm like bye I always say like I wasted a really long time this is friendships relationships with people that didn't deserve me mm. for years and now I won't waste minutes I won't yeah. waste minutes on someone like I know right away if someone's disrespecting me and I won't mm. waste another minute with you because it's not even like a conceited thing of like I'm amazing I am amazing you are but amazing <laughs> it's like we can all be amazing but you just deserve love that feels yeah. like real and like, isn't your just your energy and time is important like mm. the time and energy that you have is so important you can't just be giving that to everyone not every Everyone deserves your humor. Not everyone deserves your heart and your mind and your presence. So I think I'm like learning that more. And it's like, you don't want to give me what I deserve. Mm. Bye. Like, don't take up space in the line. Like, you're holding up the line. Like, yeah, no. And if people want to walk out of your life, like, let them. Yeah. And like, I'm just learning that so much now because I'm learning I really do only need myself. And I've made amazing Mm. friendships in the past few months that I think when you get out of a relationship, you kind of force yourself to make new friends too. Mm -hmm. And I'm so grateful because I've made like a best friend that has taught me so much about myself in the past few months. And I've just like showed me how amazing it is to be single because I think that like when you break up with someone at, 22 23 and you thought you were going to get married in the next few years you're like oh this is bad i'm like i'm held back up and uh-huh. i come from a community where we get married young like okay you get so married culturally. at like 23 like okay you where's know? your family from so my dad is from syria my mom's from turkey okay we are orthodox so i come from a syrian orthodox like mm. we are a middle eastern culture very traditional when you walk into church we got women on one side men on the other like okay it is a traditional we are separated culture. and yeah we get married young we're there, from the right? village yeah okay. so like if someone gets married at like 22 no one's like oh my god it's not crazy like yeah so like for me i was like oh my goodness, I'm screwed. Mm. <laughs> like, I thought I was had this whole thing and because of my community and my culture, I had like an idea of when I wanted to get married, when I wanted to have kids, when, you know, and you do all these traditional things. So like, I had this whole timeline and then it like exploded in my face and I'm like, oh, I'm not getting married before 25. You know, mm. it was like, it's so crazy because some people are like, I'm not even thinking of marriage till I'm 30. And I'm like, totally. oh, I can't get married till 25. But, but it's it, also what you were raised exactly. in. And of course, that's going to have an impact your yeah. parents and what you were taught culturally. Like, of course, yeah. that is going to have and an impact. And now I'm so grateful because as much as I'm a lover girl and a relationship <laughs> girl, like I love being single, not yeah. even to like have fun, but just to work on my business and like not have to like feel an obligation to like hang out with someone and talk to someone all the time because oh. Totally. busy like there was moments where I was in my relationship wishing like oh I wish I could focus more on this but when I'm in a relationship yeah. I'm laser focused on that person and tunnel vision mm-hmm. for them like I will drop everything in the world for that person so I think God was telling me like in order to be your most successful self you need to do it alone you know like 
I, so many chills. So many chills. And I think that being single in my 20s is like the biggest blessing ever. I think it's mm. helping me to like learn myself and love myself, which you can do in the right relationship. Yeah. But I course. think, you know, if you're not in the right relationship, you can't grow in it. Yeah, no, totally. And it's crazy because it seems like this breakup wasn't just like a breakup of losing this person, but it was also this losing of an identity. Yeah. Like what the life that you thought you were going to live, who you were going to be. Because I define codependency as when someone else's emotional state impacts your own. Yeah. Would that happen in your relationship? Yeah. Like when he was upset, would it impact you? Like I said, when I'm in a relationship, that person is my life. Mm -hmm. Like if you're upset, I'm upset if you're happy I'm happy and I'm very like I don't think I could be with someone that independent like I think I need mm. to be with someone that needs me like yeah I was with someone independent and I wanted to feel more like a role of like a mother or like mm. a wife you know so like I think like a team yeah like a team like, like if you're upset I want to be the one that helps you yes it's important to be with someone that has their stuff figured out and is a dependent and doesn't like need you all the time like a baby but it's like at the same time, like, I'm weird. Like, I'm like, I want you to call me and ask how to do your laundry. Like, yeah. I'm, like, weird with that You're stuff. like, let me nurture you. Yeah, like, That's I your love, love language. It really, it really is. It's helping. Yeah, so, like, yeah. I would say I was, I'm very codependent. I feel like you do change, though. Like, after your first love or your first relationship, mm. you're not going to be the same exact person in your next one, which I'm okay with. I yeah. don't want to be. So I'm okay with that, but... Yeah. No, totally. And it seems this identity was kind of like shattered. And that's like the pieces that yeah. you ended up picking up. And throughout that journey, there was lows. But what was something that you feel like really began to heal you, heal your emotional state where, you know, after the sadness kind of mm -hmm. began to pass because time really does heal all like, I know, it's like so cliche, no, but like does. time apart from what you've experienced to where you are now, like mm -hmm. it does just lessen the blow of the feelings. But where was, like, the shift? Because obviously now you're just, like, glowing, vibrant queen. <laughs> and I'm just, like, I can't even imagine you'd be crying over a man. Oh God, but, so of course, it was important to you. And that's going to really hurt. And that's so valid. So yeah. where was, like, the shift? And was there anything that you specifically did to move through heartbreak? And also... I want to say to people listening, like when we talk about relationships, I feel like it applies across the board. Like yeah. I feel like I went through a really difficult friendship breakup yeah, where this soft. friend was literally my partner, like also was like my business partner yeah. going through a really hard friendship breakup where I felt like literally my friend was also my partner and like going through heartbreak in that way. And I was picking up the pieces of an identity that, and a life that I thought I was going to live. So I can definitely relate in that way. Like obviously it's a little bit different with a relationship, but like me and this friend were like like pretty much in like a platonic actual relationship, like did everything together. Like I would spend more time with this friend than my partner. Yeah. So I can deeply relate to like picking up the pieces of what I thought life was going to be like and having to like find myself again. So I just wanted to say that in case somebody's like, oh, well, I don't relate because I'm not going through yeah. a breakup. But it's like we're all grieving old versions of ourselves. Like we're grieving all grieving people that are still alive. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Grieving people that are still alive who are no longer in our lives and also grieving old versions of ourselves that we yeah. thought we were and that we're just not anymore because we're not in relation to the people that put us in those spaces, yeah. you know. So tell me about that journey. I I'm like, I wish I could pinpoint a moment where I was like, like, I know some people will just wake up and they're like, I'm done with that. Like, mm. I feel like for me, I still will have a bad day here and there because I always say the healing journey is up and down. It, you know, mm. it comes in waves. Sometimes the waves hit the rocks and, you know, there's days where it hits the rocks and you're having a low day. My faith is very important to me. Like, 
mm-hmm. I think right now I'm a big believer in God's timing. And like I said, lover girl, relationship girl, but I'm not rushing to it because I know God will give it to me when I'm ready for it. And sometimes mm-hmm. I think we think we're ready for things and then we have the opportunity to be a girlfriend and I'm like, whoa, 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 no, no, no. I don't want this. Never yeah. mind, never mind. God, you're right. Okay, I'll shut up. I'll stop complaining. I'll wait. So I think God's timing and trusting in God's timing for me has been so big because mm. sometimes we think we know better. Like, it's like, no, you don't know. Like, he knows. And mm. I feel like because I'm trusting in God's timing, I don't chase now. Like, don't mm. get me wrong. It's not that I did chase, but I used to put in more effort than the guy. I don't yeah. mind making the first move. If I think a guy is cute at a bar, I'll tap their shoulder and say, hi, I'm Olivia. Like, I don't <laughs> yeah, care. Yeah, I'm yeah. not afraid of rejection or whatever. Mm. But, like, I'm also someone now where I'm like, I will never chase someone. I, I don't chase, I attract. Yeah. So I don't ever want to have to chase anyone because then you're going to kind of be in a relationship where I always say that the guy should love the girl more in the relationship. I 100% Yeah, agree. and I think God made it that way. They always say, like, when we get married at weddings, at churches, you know, the priest will say the story of how God tells men to love their woman the way that the church loves the people and the church Mm. will always love the people more than the people loves the church Mm. so it's like the men should be loving their wives more than their wives love them Mm. that's how I view it and I think if I chase someone I'm already setting that initiative and that like intention of I'm gonna be more obsessed with you you know? which, yeah, which like I want a partner that's like absolutely like, obsessed with my me, feet. Like, literally, <laughs> literally like on your knees, yeah. baby, like exactly. And yeah. like I just feel like when I started loving myself and becoming confident and realizing what I had to offer, I was like, I'm not settling. That guy that I thought I wanted, what? You were never deserving of me. You know what I mean? Mm. Like everything starts to shift in your mind, and it's not even just about boys. It's about friendships and like yeah. even business things, like sponsors. You're like, wait, that's not how much my business that's is not worth. N- yeah. Like, like, I'm worth more than yeah. that. Like, when I love myself, I know my worth exactly. and I know my standards. Exactly. So, like, now pulling <laughs> myself out of that was my faith. And I think God helped me. With, mm. I did go to therapy as well for a few months. Okay. I probably will go eventually in the future again just to, like, do checkups. But mm. I haven't, like, felt the urge to go in a few months. But it's, like, when you put in that work towards yourself, I always say the best investment is yourself. When you put in that work, the therapy, the journaling, the mm. meditating, practicing my faith, working out making new friends, when you put in all that work, you will start to feel better. And it's like when you're at those dark points, you don't think that's possible. I promise you, if you put in the work, it's possible. If you're sitting in bed every day going through old text messages and old pictures, what I like doom scrolling. Yeah, Yeah. you you deserve to be sad. Like if that's what you're doing, you deserve to be sad. Like get out of bed and do something for yourself. Stop wasting your day wondering if they're going to text you or they're going to call you because they're not. Like if they are, what's going to be the outcome? Like Mm. I always say, like I think something that brings us down too into those low points if it's after a breakup or a friendship breakup is like, oh, they're never coming back. And it's like, okay, well, what if they do? You're either going to have them or you're going to have better. God is not going to disappoint you. Like, Mm. if you want a specific person and this person that's not taking you is making you feel like you're less of value, you have to realize that you're either going to be with them and great, you'll be happy, or you're going to be with someone better than them. And Mm. God's like, wait, I'm still working on your husband. Like, hold on. Like, God works on you and he works on the person you're going to be with and then he brings you together when you're supposed to be together. That's how I view it. Mm. So I I think that's helped me, like, so much. Because I'm like... It's just trust. Like, you're like, I am trusting in the divine plan yeah. like what is coming for me is so much better than the past yeah and knowing like okay this wouldn't be happening if it wasn't what was best for me exactly yeah. no it's so important and I think because my faith is so big I feel like I don't have any worries now like mm. don't get me wrong I have days where I'm like I want a boyfriend I yeah, always yeah. say Sunday nights I'm like oh, I want a boyfriend right now 
But like at the end of the day, it's not meant to be. And then yeah. I'll literally get the opportunity to go on a date and I'm like, oh. Yeah, you're like, <laughs> not you though. Never mind. I don't yeah. have time for you. No, literally. Yeah. So faith is a big pillar that seems like it brought you out of a tough time. And then you also mentioned self-love. And I feel like self-love can be this very like abstract concept to a lot of people. They're like, okay, I get it. Like loving yourself is going to make you feel you're more worthy and more deserving mm-hmm. of like things that are better for you. And like they get the concept. But what were things that you actually did that helped you re-fall in love with yourself and re-get to know yourself? I would say one, surround yourself with people who actually love you and see the good in you. I've been surrounded by your supportive, loving people. And then I've also been surrounded by people where it's like, I can tell you don't really care about me. I can tell your intentions aren't great with me. And I made like a new friend in the past few months where it's like she gives me a lot of validation on the things that I do right. And like, obviously, at the end of the day, it's you don't shouldn't depend on anyone, a friend, a boyfriend, nothing. But when you're working hard and one person recognizes it, you're like, wait, like, I didn't even realize this was visible to other people. And it does help you to be like, wow, that's amazing that I do that. Like, you know, so I think just making new friends, branching out. And I've always been very outgoing. And then I kind of stopped being outgoing Mm. because, like, I think when you're in a relationship, you're like, okay, I just care about my boyfriend. Yeah, I just want to be with my partner. And also it's like comfortable and easier. You don't have to like put yourself out there. Yeah, and I grew up with my cousins being my friends. Like, Mm -hmm. everyone I went to church with, my community was always my friends. So, like, that's kind of how I grew up. So I never cared to make friends. And now that I've made friends, it's helped me with the self-love journey. Because it shows, like, when you're confident and who you are and everything, it's, like, the right people will come along. And when people Mm -hmm. love you, you love you, too. Like, you know? Yeah, and when they see you for who you are, like, normalize friends that hype each other up yeah like some of my older friends like i have this one best friend we have been friends since we were like 12 mm-hmm. and i literally had to tell him i was like babe like you need to hype me up more no. like i know we've been friends for so long so we have that like comfort level but yeah. i was like when i'm like telling you about something exciting like i invited him to spotify studios and he was like sounds good and i was like where's the fucking hype yeah and, and then he was like oh shit sorry he's like yeah I'm so excited. I mean, that's just more his personality yeah. to not show a lot of excitement. Definitely. But I'm just like, I need more affirmation for you. And then I've attracted a friend after losing a lot of people in my life who I feel like is similar to the friend that you have that always hypes me up. And honestly, no matter what she's going through, she is going to still support me. Like, yeah. it doesn't matter if she's like going through the worst and like going through a super intense like breakup and depression and struggling, like still like I support her. And then when I need hype and yeah. when I need validation, she's still going to support me and love me regardless, no matter what she's going through. And I didn't think that was possible. I only thought people could treat me well if they were feeling good. Yeah. And if they were going through it, then I was kind of on the back burner and I needed to support them. But she really taught me that friendship does exist, that, you know, it doesn't matter what each either of you are going through like you both deeply believe in each other and it's not that you just feel that way you vocalize it and I think people underestimate the power of like saying like yeah like you're killing it look at what you're doing go the fuck off like we need more friends like that and I think we also need to be that friend for others more you know definitely yeah and I think like you said you can't like expect a good friend to be a shitty friend like Mm. if you want good people in your life be a good person like if you are a shitty person you will attract shitty people Mm. so I think once I started to become myself and like love myself more I attracted people who also loved themselves and like wanted best for me so I would say like branching out making friends has helped me with the self-love journey I think like not in a cocky way but you have to be internally cocky like you have Mm. to in your mind be like Like, I am the the best I am perfect (laughs) oh my god me and one of my girlfriends like we'll like talk about our guy situations we're like what are we doing like we're 
perfect. <laughs> yes. We are perfect. Like, I, what are we doing? I love that. Because it's not even like some people are like, that's delusion. And then I'm just like, no, no babe. We it's cook, knowing we that clean, you're hot. We work. We, th- like, we could make a you know, list you're of everything. You're like, yeah, like, You are like a prize. A exactly. Gem. Like, oh, the woman is the prize. The woman holds all the power. And I think once women realize that they are the prize, and you won't be a prize unless you treat yourself like a prize. If you treat yourself like a prize, you will be a prize in a man's eyes, in a friend's eyes. And mm. I think that's so important just for being single in your 20s too is like you are the prize like you want someone who realizes your worth but you Mm. have to realize your worth first so once I just started to realize all the amazing things that I've done for myself all the amazing qualities that I have I just started to embrace it and honestly sometimes you just have to like trick your mind and you have to say things that aren't true that you Mm. want to be true and eventually it's gonna work out like what like what would you say to yourself I'll just be like I love myself and like I totally did not feel that way in the moment but when you say it over and over again your mind is like yeah I love Liv like you know (laughs) yeah and almost like I like that idea of like not necessarily talking third person but like I kind of do that too where I'm like especially when I'm trying to give myself like empathy or grace or feeling like proud of myself I'm like I went off like I'm thinking about myself almost like if I was seeing myself from the outside Like, how cool would I think I am and everything that I do? And, like, you know, I just think that's so fun. But how do we actionably, like, make new friends? Because I feel like that's Mm -hmm. something that everyone is always, like, for your mental health, we need to make friends. And obviously there is that way of you need to be working on yourself and those people will be attracted to Mm -hmm. you and it will just naturally come in divine timing and you'll probably meet them in a place you've never expected. But what would be your advice for people who are like, okay, but I do want to put myself out there. I don't want to sit on my ass at home. I want to go make friends. I just, Mm -hmm. like, don't know how or where like where would I find those people yeah I think because I'm in college I don't dorm I come okay. it's like kind of easy in class to like share a smile with stuff I just think okay. be kind like RBF like I get it <laughs> I like took a video of myself today like on my laptop like to like have like an aesthetic clip and I looked back and I was like who am I mad at I was like who am I mad <laughs> the like, bitch face is real <laughs> it's bad and it's like even the girl I became friends with in college I know like me and her like we were in class together all year but never spoke but like mm. always like gave each other looks but like deep down we both like we're like oh I want to be friends with that girl like oh I always feel that just, way yeah girls and it's mutual just, usually it is it's almost always mutual unless it's like a really mean girl which is like but then why would you even be attracted to that energy yeah. I feel like you can tell being like oh I feel like that girl's like sweet yeah. and cool exactly like, fuck nicotine fuck nicotine and join the fuck nicotine movement now because small ripples make big waves I am absolutely obsessed with my Ripple. Ripple is a British startup owned and operated by a brother and sister duo, which we love with the mission to get the world off nicotine one plant-powered puff at a time. And basically Ripple, it's this really cute device and it's a 0% nicotine aromatic diffuser that you can puff on with plant-based ingredients, an organic base, natural aromas, and a non-addictive formula. My favorite one that I have that I have right now with me in Argentina is the Boost. That's pomegranate maca green tea. And this is for immunity and strength boosting. And I'm absolutely obsessed. I love this brand. I've had some of you try it and you guys also love it too. So you can get 15% off your first order or actually any order. 15% off any order with the code skinny dipping. Yes, that is the code skinny dipping. It's going to be linked below what the website is to check out Ripple and check it out because they're actually just such a cool brand and I'm obsessed. 
Exactly. But it's still scary to approach yeah. somebody that you don't know. Definitely. Well, like I said, my closest friends I've had growing up, but then I made other friends from the gym. Like, okay. if you go to the gym or you work out or you go to workout classes, talk to a girl there. What will you say? Outfit. You'll compliment. Yeah. I, do, I have the compliments too. Compliment. And then like over time, like I've had girls come up to me like, where are your sneakers from? And then I'll tell them. And then from then on, you like smile at each other. And then you like, hey, hi. It's just kind of like, if you're meant to be friends with that person, the conversation will flow easily. Totally. Or like, I'm a talker, clearly. So like, <laughs> I love I, that about you. Yeah. I love that about like, you. You could put me in a room with almost anyone and I'd be able to have a conversation with them, which isn't an easy trait. So I know that's not easy for everyone to do. Mm-hmm. But if that's not an easy thing for you to do, I would just say like, smile at people. I think compliments are the best thing that you could do. Like find something you love about someone and point mm-hmm. it out to them. And I think the places that you can find them could be the gym, you know, mm-hmm. if you work out, whatever your hobby is, if you go to a club for it or a class for it, I think that's the best way to become friends mm-hmm. with someone because you already know you have something similar with them. Totally. And you have um, similar values too if you're like working out, yeah. going to the gym. Like you guys obviously both care about like health and your well-being. Like social media makes things so easy. Like totally. if I have a pretty girl in my college class, I will follow you on Instagram <laughs> and you'll like know who I am and you'll follow me back. I'll like a few of your stories. It's like dating. Like, yeah, no, literally like, like a little like seed plant. That's yeah. so smart though. And I feel like social media also mm-hmm. is so cool and people don't necessarily like utilize that. But yeah. I've met such good friends from the internet. Yeah. Like, and what are you scared of? Like that they're going to yeah. say, get away from me, you smell. Like, okay, next. Like, <laughs> yeah, but like they're never going to say that's that. That's not going like, to happen. But if that's a fear of yours... Yeah. And I always like to say that like energy is shared. Lots of times mutual, like my best friend that I was talking about, my girl best friend that I met maybe three years ago, we met in dance class. So I feel like that's one of my favorite way to make friends is through dance class. We were at a heels class, like a sexy like women empowerment heels class. Mm -hmm. That's so great because we have so much in common. But literally that day, like we felt like literally magnetized to each other. Like we both were being like, oh, I want to talk to that girl. Like she looks cool. Like neither of us were looking to like make friends or anything really at the time. But I think the energy was shared and I think that's an important thing to remember is like okay when you're maybe looking at someone being like oh I like their outfit like I feel like their energy is cool like I kind of want to go talk to them they probably feel the same way about you babe like they probably do because energy is always shared and Mm -hmm. even if we can't explain it or even prove it like we all know that because we can feel it how many times like are you thinking about a friend and then they text you yeah like does that happen to you i feel like all the time so it's like obviously we are connected to these people and this kind of like i don't know if you like taylor swift but like Mm -hmm. the invisible string right we have invisible strings with all these people that we're supposed to meet in our lives i genuinely believe that and it's like if you're energetically feeling pulled to someone Mm -hmm. they're energetically feeling pulled to you too yeah Yeah. I agree with that. Something I've noticed about you is you're just like such a queen to speak your mind, which (laughs) I love. Going back to what you were saying before, how almost it was like to a fall when you were younger, like you would like just tell people as it is. I actually relate to that so much. I mean, I wasn't like mean, like I wouldn't like get in somebody's face, but I would like call people out. One of my really good friends now, we hated each other in high school. Like this is to just give an example of how much I just didn't give a fuck about what I said because I feel like I relate to you so hard on that. But me and my friends were like walking up to like the parking lot and it was like in high school and it's a funny story now because now we're good friends which is so funny because I feel like we didn't like each other because we butt heads because we were both outspoken and other people weren't as outspoken at our school but she was like Kayla what are you looking at and she like says that to me because just me and my friends were kind of like talking Mm -hmm. and she thought we were talking about her which like I don't really remember if we were and I literally scream across the fucking courtyard like she's so far away from me and I'm like what the fuck 
insert name here, no one even likes you. Don't even talk to me. And I just walked away. Oh, my God. But I'm like, you're going to call me out. I'm just going to yeah. tell you the hard truth. Don't now, do shit if you can't take it. Literally. But, like, that is an example. Like, not many people would, like, do that. Yeah. Like, especially in school, in a courtyard, in front of people yeah. that you go to school with. But I was very outspoken. And I feel like now I pick my battles more. Mm-hmm. And I've learned to, like, lose the battle, win the war. Mm-hmm. And, like, keep my peace. And I was wondering, like, that. is that something that you've learned over time to, like, speak up but also, like, protect your peace? I definitely protect my peace a lot more than I used to. I still have moments where I'm very protective of, like, my friends, my sister, my family, my family, like, to You're the older sibling. Yeah. Of course. Like, I'm the oldest sibling. It's, like, I... archetype. Yeah, like, I am such a protector. Like, let's say someone's sitting in front of me talking badly about me. I'll tap their shoulder. I'll be like, what? Like, I'm right here. (laughs) You know? Say to my face. Yeah, very calm. The other day, we were with, like, a bunch of people from our community, and my sister and my friend, I guess, when I was, like, doing something else, I was on the other side of the room. There was another girl talking bad to my sister or something. And I didn't know because I was on the other side of the room. And when I came back to that side of the room, my friend and my sister tell me, like, that girl, insert name, was just like this to your sister. And without hesitation, my face, I went black. Like, I don't see anything anymore. And I'm like, oh, she, and right in front of this girl, I'm like, oh, so she said this, this, this in front of the girl that said it. Of like, course, yeah. Very, like, I do vocal. that, too. I, like, talk loud. I'm like, I hope yeah. you can fucking hear I me. I know you can hear me. And, like, I hope you know you will never talk to my sister like that again. Like, the <laughs> other day, like, someone, like, put a finger across the room at my sister's face. And I went in front of them. I stood in between that finger and my sister. And I was like, you don't point at her. And I was like, <laughs> I will still have moments where I just black out. And that's it. Like, my best friend is very, like, non-confrontational. My sister's non-confrontational. They're both more, like, sensitive mm-hmm. and shy. It's same with me. I feel like the people around me in my life are very non-confrontational. Yeah. I feel like we make friends with people in our life to be different sides of extremes yeah. so that they can teach us that and we can all find exactly. balance. Exactly. Like, my yeah. mom is very, like, what would Jesus do? And I'm like, definitely <laughs> yeah. not what I'm about to do right now. You're like, I'm about to get pissed. Yeah, I'm not about to do what Jesus would do. But, like, my mom is also very, like, if someone does something dirty to her or rude to her, she won't speak up. She's like, God, will handle it. I'm like, no, 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 live well. Yeah, you're like, I <laughs> will handle well. it. Like, that's how my dad is. So it's mm. like, that's how I kind of grew up. So I still have those moments, not as much as I used to because I think I just protect my peace. And I'm like, you're not worth my energy. Like, now if I find out someone said a rumor about me because I went to a small high school, like, mm. people talked bad about me all the time, made up things that weren't true, had totally. this whole opposite persona of who I really am Mm. and I grew up trying to defend who I was and now I'm like I don't care what people think because if Mm. they knew what the truth was and how far they were from the truth they would feel really stupid and why am I going to waste my breath like I'd rather protect myself protect my peace protect my energy Mm. and not waste my time because time is precious like I've totally you can speak up directly without being mean and I feel like that's what you've learned how to do like you are going to be like straight up and no Mm. bullshit as we get older we learn how to be like more direct and my like therapist says like be clean like speak up be clean but don't like be mean you know that's her like saying that she'll tell me because I feel like sometimes I can no. say shit and then I'm like shit that was a little, a little rude little that was rude. a little too far yeah. <laughs> just a little pushing it but for people who have the opposite problem than us <laughs> who yeah. aren't as outspoken who do feel like they have to keep it to themselves and then they have to like hold that burden by themselves mm-hmm. that's also really painful that's also really tough so what would be your advice to somebody like to learn how to be more confident and to speak up for what you believe in and also protect the people that you love because I'm the same like if I feel like somebody is threatening my friend 
friend, like I will just get in their face and be like, you do not want to mess. Mm -hmm. You do not want to mess. Even though I'm like, both of us no, are like these tiny I little girls this, like, and we're innocent, like, cute, like, it's, like, I'm like this like innocent, cute, sweet girl. And then you're like, wait, but like, you don't want to see me mad. Yeah, don't fuck with us. Yeah. But what's the advice for somebody who is more quiet and wants to learn how to be more outspoken? Maybe yeah. they'll never probably get to that level, but like yeah. finding that 50%. I actually give this advice all the time because, like I said, I have a friend who's a little bit more shy and quiet, like my best friend since I was, like, five. And then I have my sister who's also very shy and quiet. I am a very tough love person. Like, if you're complaining about gaining weight, I'm going to be like, okay, then go to the gym. I'm not going to say, no, babe, you look great. No, go to the gym then. If you're going to sit there and complain, yeah. go to the gym. Don't complain about it then. Don't complain about Don't it complain. Then. It's not, like, the weight that's the problem. Exactly. It's just, like, just do something about yeah. it. Yeah. Or, yeah. like, if a friend will tell me, like, this guy is playing me because you're letting them. If my sister yeah. will say, this girl's being rude because you're letting them. Mm. That's something I think will help you when it comes to standing up for yourself. These people are doing things to you because they can. Like, mm -hmm. no one questions the most confident person in the room. You could say two plus two is five. But if you say it with the most amount of confidence, some people are going to be like, wait, is there a way that two plus two is five? Like, you're going to make people question themselves when you're that confident. Mm. So, like, when you become confident... And you show your confidence, even if you're not feeling it, but you show that you are, people will not step all over you. If you're mm. getting stepped on, it's your fault. Put on a personality and put on a persona that you will not let people do that. I understand Alter people ego are energy, baby. Yeah, like, I understand people are sensitive and emotional. And, like, I've had arguments where I just want to cry or I feel my voice crack because you're human. It's mm. a very tough situation. It's a very intense situation that you're in sometimes. So I completely understand being a little bit more sensitive or emotional or crying over an argument. That's normal. But you just have to stand your ground even if if you're standing shaky and I think mm. that that's the way you have to do it like even if the ground is shaking you're standing on it and you're saying what you have to say because if you don't it will repeat over and over again so if you're mm. not doing something differently the same thing is going to repeat over and over again if you're not standing up to that person they're going to keep playing you that guy is going to keep playing you because he knows that if he leaves you and ghosts you for a few months the second he comes back you're going to be there yeah. like you can't get mad at the guy at that point because you're letting him act like that like people have situationships for years like you literally years Literally. where they're like is this guy finally no he's not no. because what did you do differently like yeah this is something that like i always yell at people for because i'm like what are you doing like yeah want different act different exactly like you can't do the same thing and expect different outcomes like it's mm. not gonna work so i think that's kind of what i tell like people that are not good at confrontation it's like if you don't step up now first of all don't expect someone to do it for you because i will step up for my sister and my friend but what if i'm not there then yeah. what are you gonna do then what are you gonna do yeah so if you don't stop it now, if you don't stop the cycle now, it will continue to go and you will continue to get played and get stepped over. And mm. like as much as you want to be a kind person and turn the other cheek, you also don't want to be disrespected and embarrassed. Of you know, like you want to make sure you're setting the tone of this is how I'm going to be treated. And if you're not going to treat me like that, I'm not going to even look at you. Totally. And I also feel like it comes back to like self-worth and to mm. standards because it's like if you truly fucking love yourself and you know what you're worth and you know that your standards are high and that you are a fucking gem not to be messed with. With, yeah. then you're not going to let anybody disrespect you. Exactly. You know, and that doesn't mean like raising your voice and going off at someone. That means just being like, mm -mm, no, the word no is a full fucking yeah. sentence. A hundred percent. Yeah. No, that is such good advice. I love that because it's like you need to break the pattern. You need to break that loop yeah. or you're just going to keep going you know around. feeling sorry for you. Like, I hate when people feel sorry for me. I'm like, that's embarrassing. Like, yeah. I don't feel bad for me. Like, no, I same. put myself no in pity. this situation. No pity party. Yeah, this isn't a pity party. This is life. Everyone goes through things, whether mm. it's grief, breakup, failure, whatever it is. 
everyone has something that they're going through. No one's sitting there feeling bad for you because yeah. you're going through the same thing as other people are and they're still getting up out of bed in the morning. So no, get up totally. and do something about it. No, totally. That's the only way to truly make yourself feel better. I think something that also helps me is like that 30 or 60 seconds of insane courage just being like, okay, I want to say this to somebody. Just being like, okay, well, it doesn't mean that I'm not scared. And I love what you said. Like you're like, I'm still going to stand up even on shaky ground because yeah. I feel like that happens to me if I start getting passionate about something. Like my voice will quiver, yeah. but I'm like, I need to keep speaking through it and to say it and to say how you feel is to free yourself and yeah. I think it also lifts a weight off your chest because you're like you don't have to carry this burden you don't have to carry this weight you don't have to feel like you have to hold this all in I think mm -hmm. to hold things in and to suppress things is to hurt yourself and I think also it shows up in the body like I feel like yeah. a lot of my friends that like don't speak up like I see them struggling with a lot of health problems because mm -hmm. I feel like they're suppressing a lot of their emotions and it's like when you say it cleanly and not meanly but like directly and no yeah. bullshit and like proudly with courage and bravery it frees you and it also keeps you like healthy yeah it's like health for your physical body your mental health speaking yeah. and like showing emotion like crying helps you like if yeah. you're like a sad and you don't cry you could get a headache from it like yeah no so, yeah you gotta just literally let it out let it out and also something that's helped me with self-love and defending myself and everything we've talked about too is like picturing a younger version of yourself like mm. looking at a picture of you like I have this one picture of me on my mirror where I'm like five years old and I'm like smiling and like whatever and it's like if that girl was getting told the things I'm getting told right now would I defend her mm. absolutely of you course. know like I'm not letting that little girl get talked to like that like so when things like that happen I think of that little girl and I'm like I can't let someone speak to her this mm. way and that's who you are and it's like so sad but it's also like you wouldn't talk badly like I, there's many times I've looked in the mirror and I've been like, you look horrible. Your skin mm -hmm. is bad. Your body's bad. And then I'll see that little picture of myself and I'm like, I don't want to talk to you like that. Yeah. You know, it's like you don't realize it's you and like you are this like inner child. And like it really does help you love yourself more because you love that version of yourself. You love how far you've come. And it's mm -hmm. just like so beautiful to see like your journey of life. Wow. Literally snaps. That was so beautiful. I think everyone needed to hear that today. So you were telling me you love quotes, right? You love quotes. Can we go over some of, like, your favorite, like, yeah. go-to quotes that have just, like, really impacted you? Yeah. So I said one earlier, but it's the healing comes in waves and sometimes the waves hit the rocks. I think okay. that's so important because, it's like, you're still healing. Like, mm. waves come up. They crash. They're all over the ground, you know. But then they come back up again. Mm. But they come back looking different. And I think it's a good reminder that you're going to be up and then you're going to crash. And when you crash, you have to force yourself to get back up even if you're coming back as a different person. Mm. And I love thinking of that because I think when you get hurt, you never go through the same situation the same way. Like once you go through your first love heartbreak, if you have a second love heartbreak, hope you don't. If you do, you're going to go through it differently. You're going to handle it differently. You're never the same person. Like mm. you change You forever. change every five minutes. Like literally. I literally who every I woke five up this seconds. Morning. Yeah. Like who I was before this interview and after this interview is going to be a different person. Mm. And then like, I'm such a quote girl. I don't remember the exact way it's said, but it's basically saying like, if you want this unconditional love, if you want this deserving love where you feel worthy and you feel loved and you have this patient love, you have to be ready for it. And mm. I think it's a good reminder. You can't just expect that to come. You have to work on yourself. You have to be ready to accept that love and give that love before it comes to you. And wow. I think that's also just reminding me of God's timing. And like yeah. when I work on me and God works on me, like I will be ready for someone. But like You'll right be now, so I'm not. ready to yeah. receive because I feel like 
if we're not pouring into ourselves, a lot of times we're not even ready to receive. So how could we attract and pull that in? You know, it's just not the time yet. And that's the operative word yet because it's coming. It's like the hope knowing like when it's time and when I'm ready and when it's going to be perfect. It is coming. I promise. Yeah. I promise. That's so good. I feel like that's such a good like culmination of everything that we talked about today. Mm-hmm. You were literally so brilliant. <laughs> Any other quotes or are those the ones that were on Those the are my favorites. Those I love those. Favorite. You could go, my Instagram has quotes all the time because I'm such a quote girl. I love quotes. <laughs> yes. I know some people, it doesn't affect them. I love them. Oh, I love them because I feel like I see it and I'm like, wow, like I relate to that so much. Sometimes I'm like, oh, I didn't even know that I felt that way. Yeah. But when I see it, I recognize I it in myself. I use them to journal. Like I'll see quotes. I'll, like, you know those TikToks where it's like, the You See Right Through Me song and it's like all the saddest quotes in the world. I'll save them. Yeah, I'll copy the picture, paste it on my notes and type out what it made me think of, the situation Mm. it made me think of and I'll vent. That's so good. And it helps so much. It helps you realize what you're feeling and everything. No, I love that because I think a lot of people are like, I don't know how to journal, but it's like that's a really good way to begin and a really good actionable step is being like, well, did you see something that made you feel something? Because then maybe dive into what that feeling is and explore that. And then you'll just end up writing. Yeah, I've been journaling so much recently. I like part of me wants to like release the stuff and I'm like I don't think I ever will it's maybe personal. I'll make like a I might like like you said a community I like the mm. idea of having a community so yes. I was thinking of like I'll creating... talk to you all about it yeah. I, until, like, I'll give you the community tea yeah because I was thinking of creating a community and like releasing these journal entries and doing like Instagram lives or like Zoom calls or yeah. something where I could just talk to people that like resonate with me so I was thinking of doing something like that no I literally love that we'll yeah. talk more about it because yeah, I can definitely. give you all the tea on it yeah. so Miss Olivia where can everyone find you because I'm sure everyone's like deeply fallen in love with you by now as I have <laughs> in our conversation together so where can they find you everything that you do where can mm-hmm. they listen to you more everything is for you from Eve so my Instagram is for you from Eve my Instagram did get hacked and deleted about a month ago so go follow ago. her guys yeah, that's not me. cool I lost like 15,000 followers literally and you lost like people in your community yeah, so it's like, like the DMs are lost that's I think the saddest part like mm. nice DMs you've had with people gone yeah that um, is sad but it's all at for you from Eve Eve is my middle name E-V-E Instagram, TikTok and Spotify Apple like whatever my podcast but I would say I'm most active on TikTok and then Instagram Okay, amazing. Yeah. Everything will be linked below, guys, so you can just find her super easily because I know that you're going to want to just listen to more of her no bullshit advice because that's <laughs> what I love about it. It's like, uh-uh, we're cutting the crap. Yeah. We're saying exactly how we feel. And love isn't supposed to be sugar-coated. Mm-hmm. I think that's what people think is like, oh, I need to like protect these people emotionally. But it's like, no, to really help them, stop enabling them yeah. to be in their pity party. Like, yeah. hold the people that you love accountable. And the people that are giving you tough love thank god for them every day because they're doing it they would not be doing that if they didn't care about you exactly no and that's like true friendship and a true relationship because it's honesty exactly yeah and you can do it in a way that's like clean but not mean but like direct Mm -hmm. and it's just like I don't know. Some people can be very sensitive and no judgment to that. Yeah. Everyone's read the room, you know, no. read the room, of course. But it's like important to give tough love and also be able to receive it and yeah. know that those people have your fucking back. Like that definitely has re-inspired me today because I feel like I used to be more like that, maybe. But then I kind of feel like I stopped to kind of be a more PG version, yeah. I guess, of myself. But I feel like, no, at my core, like I call my friends out. Like they yeah. know that they can come to me for like the truth. And like that's real friendship. I love that. No, oh, I love that. What is one last thought that you would like to leave everyone with today? I think I'm- after this whole episode, just remind yourself that you're the only one that can change your life. No one's mm. doing it for you. No one's putting the dirty work for you. God will guide you. Things will align when they're supposed to align. The dreams will chase you if you put in the work. Like, 
do not complain, do not do the same things and expect different results. Mm. So if you listen to this episode and you're motivated and you're inspired, make a list of your goals and not just your goals, but how you're going to achieve them, the baby steps that you're going to take and start incorporating into your life, the habits you're going to start to use because you're the only one that can change your life and you don't want to look back five years from now and be like, damn, I should have started then. You know, because I think- Yeah, start now. Yeah, like I think the most successful people in the world will say, I wish I started earlier, I would have made more money. So start now. It's (laughs) never too late. And yeah, that's what I would say. Yay, stay motivated, yeah. stay sexy. Yeah, literally. <laughs> literally. Aw, thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Yay. I'm so happy we met. As the weather is getting warmer, it's time to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I've wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul and I don't want to spend a fortune. I'm constantly wearing the 100% washable silk slip dress and people ask me all the time where I got it from. I've also now got a lineup of timeless pieces that keep me looking on trend year after year. By partnering directly with top factories, Kintz cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And Kintz only works with factories that use safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, which you know is so important to me when it comes to clothing brands. Get warm weather ready with Kints. Go to kints.com slash skinny dipping for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash skinny dipping to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Kints.com slash skinny dipping. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.